This is episode 299 of the Special Chronicles Show, best of the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics happening here in Chicago. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. If you want to learn how to save energy, I'm sure all of you do, go to specialchronicles.com slash comrade and we have links and resources to how you can save energy. Thank we like to thank Comrade for the journal and support of Special Chronicles. And this episode 299 is brought to you by listeners like you. You can join our supporters who help us to continue our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. Please go to specialchronicles.com slash given. That's specialchronicles.com slash given. And we thank you for your generous support of Special Chronicles. This week, we're bringing you a best of the Special Olympics 50th anniversary live from Social Field in Chicago. Is coming up right now on SpecialChronicles.com. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who can't. It's time we try, it's time we care, it's time we stand. It starts with a voice. You are listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is the show where podcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective. We are giving a voice to people with special needs. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. My name is Daniel, and I'm your host and founder of Special Chronicles. And this week, we our goal is to release this uh, the, uh, the week before the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics happening away in Chicago. And this is a bust of the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics happening in Chicago. And uh, if, if, uh, if you are in Chicago, you can uh, pick up a special section in the Chicago Sun-Times, J- July 8th, 2018. And I have a guest column in there reflecting on my experiences in Special Olympics and how it empowers us to be uh, uh, to to be uh, athlete leaders and, and 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 to be included and healthy living and I don't want to don't want to spoil that for you but you can stay tuned we've got some uh, um, excellent best of clips I'll try to compile for you on the 50th anniversary that, that was recorded at Social Field in Chicago last summer. Well, welcome this morning, everybody. Thank you all for being here. It is a wonderfully special day, and I am honored to be a part of it. I'm Jason Benetti, one of the television announcers for the Chicago White Sox, and it is my absolute honor to have you here as we make an exciting announcement about the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics, born in Chicago in this very stadium, Soldier Field. We look forward to the celebration that's coming up, and this is a very special day, but, but personally, too, uh, I have become terribly fond of Special Olympics after covering the Special Olympics World Games in Los Angeles for ESPN in 2015, and it simply was the most empathetic, joyous, understanding place that I've ever been, sporting event or not. It's a place where 
choosing to include isn't even an option. People are just inclusive when you go to the World Games. But Special Olympics is more than just the games. It's a place and an organization that lets us realize how similar we all are in spirit and in soul. So the games are where I was exposed to Special Olympics, but this organization and in my workings with them the last couple of years is, is just so much more than that. Uh, let's get started with a little history. In this building, in this city, 49 years ago today, July 20th, 1968, a historic movement began, the birth of Special Olympics. Today you'll hear from two people who were there that day. Founder of Special Olympics Chicago, Justice Ann Burke, and Scott Wilson, who competed in those first games. We'll hear from Scott in just a short while about all of his experiences involving those games. The games in 1968 opened the doors of opportunity for people with intellectual disabilities in communities throughout the world. Today, 170 countries participate in Special Olympics, counting over 5 million, 5 million tremendous athletes from around the world. Today, you'll hear about the plans we have for celebrating the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics and a little bit about what the next 50 years will look like and beyond. Before we get to our speakers, I'd like to introduce some of the people who are in the room that are instrumental to organizing the upcoming events. First, Joe Nagel, Executive Director of Special Children's Charities. Dennis Doolin, the Chief of Organizational Excellence, Special Olympics International. Jenny Fortner, Board Chair, Special Olympics Illinois. And Nelson Rodriguez, the General Manager of the Chicago Fire. Also, you may notice we have a couple of Chicago sporting legends here. Tom Thayer from the Chicago Bears. And my good friend Ron Kittle from the Chicago White Sox. Now, please welcome Dave Breen, President and CEO, Special Olympics Illinois. Dave. Thanks, Jason. Um, they, they asked me to say a few words about what uh, the 50th anniversary means to Illinois and to Special Olympics in general. And, um, I sum it up, obviously, everybody thinks about the athletes. And I just ask you to imagine a world where handshakes are replaced by hugs, where athletes not only cheer for their competitors, but they pick them up off the track. And also, individuals like Scott, who was really giving it to Steve Cochran today on the air, by the way, if you guys heard that on WGN. But where Scott gets up every day with some challenges and obstacles, and he does it with a smile on his face, and everybody's a friend that he, they just haven't met yet. And that's what amazes me about the athletic experience and the courage that our athletes exhibit on a daily basis. So we're very excited about the 50th and coming back to Chicago to show the world the abilities of the athletes, not the intellectual disabilities of the athletes. 
We're very excited as well, and I think Mary already has a, a name change for our vehicle. But if you saw the traveling exhibit slash museum, we're hoping to steal some of the artifacts from Justice Burke um, to put on that vehicle. But it is going to get a lot of miles on it as we go around the state and hopefully parts of the country to talk about Special Olympics and where it started and the impact it's had on everybody's lives in the world. I'm also very excited about the events, which you'll hear more about, um, from the Unified Football Cup, which we have some of our committee members here, Lou, Neil, Marty, uh, heading up that event, along with the Chicago Fire. And I want to give a shout out to Jessica Yavitz, who along with Nelson, where's Jessica? So 24 teams coming from all over the world to participate and play Unified uh, during that week of the 20th is going to be very exciting. We're also very excited about the legacy piece that will be left that the Chicago Park District has been instrumental in, the Eternal Flame. And we also uh, have the support of labor in that as well. And then the last day will be Change the Game Day. And that's where we're going to ask the world to play Unified with our athletes, not for our athletes, but with our athletes. So please get on our bandwagon and get out there and promote it as much as you possibly can because it's going to be an exciting event coming to Chicago. Thank you. To speak more about what Special Olympics International does, Mary Davis, the CEO of Special Olympics International, is here to say a word. It's all the way from Dublin. Thank you, Jason. And good morning, everybody. Well, it's a great, great pleasure to be here. Actually, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck, as they were a year ago when I had the chance to come here for the very first time to uh, the Spring Games and to stand in Soldier's Field. And I really thought that I couldn't think of a more magical place, of a better experience, of a place to be than here in Soldier's Field. And then to come back and to have this press reception here in this facility, right here in this space, with that wonderful emblem and logo in the background, and to be in the midst of Scott, Scott, where's Scott, Scott, and Frank, Frank's here also, stand up Frank, and Scott, stand up Scott, and Justice Sandberg, the three people, the three people who were here in 1968, who stood in that stadium, who ran, who jumped, uh, who threw the softball, and who organized the entire event, the first ever Games Organizing Committee that was truly led by Justice Ann Burke. Quite amazing. And as I, you can sit down now, Scott. Thank you, and Frank, thank you. I also want to mention Daniel, another Special Olympics athlete and employee here. Uh, stand up, Daniel, from uh, Special Olympics Illinois. He's a global messenger, a global messenger for, uh, for Special Olympics here in Illinois and Chicago. So we're delighted you're here and it was great having the chance to speak and meet with you yesterday as well. Uh, I know that Jason has already introduced and mentioned 
uh, the key players from uh, Special Olympics Illinois, from Children's Charity and from Special Olympics International. The three groups that have really come together in the most amazing way um, under the vision and the leadership of, um, of Justice Anne Burke and are putting all the activities together that Dave just spoke about. And when you hear the list and when you look at the way everything already a year out is coming to life and uh, you see uh, the museum, the, the uh, traveling museum or the traveling exhibit, which we still have to find a name as Dave said for, when you see that sitting outside completely wrapped uh, with the logo and the dates, it's a great reminder of how far we've come in 50 years. It really is. It's great. And as I look around at everybody present and the meetings that we've had uh, here in Chicago each time I've come and the great work that's been done in between all those meetings, uh, and I see people like the Parks District and the effort that you have uh, put in and Jorge and what you have given as well to us and all the many other organizations and groups that have come together in the most incredible, selfless way to ensure that we would have one hell of a celebration here in Chicago next year. on my own life in Special Olympics. I haven't quite been there since 1968, uh, but I did join as a volunteer in 1978. And as I look back on my career in Special Olympics, and I think of my experiences, and I'm sure Anne and everybody, we all have our own experience that we take from our involvement with Special Olympics. But I saw that through the power of sport, Barriers can really be broken down. Fear can be overcome, and the human spirit could reach great heights by the involvement. And in every athlete that I had the pleasure and honor to work with, in whatsoever way I was able to work with them, I saw courage, I saw fortitude, I saw determination, I saw will, I saw resilience, and I saw grit, like I have never, ever seen before in my life. And seeing each and every one of the athletes reach deep inside themselves to be the very best that they could be, brought out the very best in me, and the very best in every single person that has had the honour of being touched by the presence of a Special Olympics athlete and by their friendship. It truly was something magical. Hard to describe, but something that you really feel deep inside yourself. And so, the challenge, I believe, for the next 50 years is to create those touch points, those opportunities for the millions of other people who have not had that chance in the last 50 years to be touched by the presence and the friendship of the Special Olympics athletes. 
to come to know their greatness, their authenticity, and the power that exists in every single person, no matter what you are, no matter where you come from. And the challenge for us now is how we can empower people to be more accepting of difference. Not to fear it, but to embrace it. Not to exclude, but to choose to include. Not to judge others by what they can do, but rather to judge others by what they actually are. It's not what they can't do, it's about what they truly can do. And we all have incredible gifts, and we all have things that we can do better than other things. And it is seeing the best in all of us. That is the challenge. That's our job. So our job is to continue to do what I experienced and what Justice Sandbark and her team experienced over 50 years. To continue to provide opportunities to remove obstacles, to tear down barriers, and to give opportunity, not just to the 5.3 million athletes that we have currently involved, but the 200 million people with intellectual disability that have the possibility to participate and to join Special Olympics. But in addition to that, it's also by playing together in a unified way so that we can open the hearts and minds of people all over the world, that 97% that we talk about of people who we still wish to engage, to ensure that they truly create a place for everyone that they choose to include. And in so doing, we can certainly achieve our great big goal, which is to forever end discrimination for people with intellectual disability. So, history was made in Chicago 50 years ago. History was made by Justice Ann Burke. History was made by Eunice Kennedy Shriver. But next year, a future will be shaped in Chicago by the people of Special Olympics, by our leaders, by our Special Olympics athletes. I look forward to it. I hope you do too. Thank you. I'd like to introduce now a gentleman who you've heard about. He competed in those very first games, the 50-yard dash, the long jump, and the softball throw. Please welcome a Special Olympics athlete and global ambassador for these games, Scott Wilson. What was happening in 1968, the Vietnam War was raging. Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. Apollo 
8 was the first spacecraft to go around the moon. The Democratic National Convention took place in Chicago August of that year. And on July 20th, thousand people with intellectual disabilities from the United States and Canada were here at Soldier Field. The first, the, yeah, the first special Olympic Games, and I was one of those athletes. My name is Scott Wilson, and I am proud to say that I am a Special Olympian athlete. At the 1968 Games, I competed in the 50-yard dash, long jump, and softball throw. It was an exciting time on the field. Since 1968, I have, oh, I have had the opportunity to participate in the Special Olympics on the state, national, and international levels. From running, to swimming, to bowling, I have enjoyed the practices and the competitions today. Today, I still compete as well as take part in the, polar, in the Polar Plunge. I would like to thank you, yeah, I'd like to thank you to the people that had the idea of organizing this very first Special Olympics. Thanks to you. Dr. Bill Freeberg, thanks to you, to Eunice Kennedy Schreiber, and thanks to you, to Justice Ann Burke. Okay, here's another one. It was because of you that I was encouraged to see strengths that I have and to explore experiences not only on the field of play but off the field as well. As an athlete that was there for the first games in 1968, I want to invite you to join the 50th anniversary celebration in July of 2018. For more information, go to specialolympics50.org. The special 50th, the Special Olympics 50th anniversary is a time for all of us to reflect and celebrate how sports have opened the doors of opportunity for other people like me throughout the world. Now, 
is the time where we can look forward to the next 50 years, think about the future, where we had inclusions through sports, and we end, we end discrimination. People with intellectual disabilities, physic, physical, yeah, hold on, Joseph. People with intellectual, intellectual and physical disabilities, I invite you to Chicago in July of 2018, support movement and to live unified. Scott, thank you so much for sharing your story and your experiences that you had 50 years ago. Now I'd like to invite up Kevin Magnuson, who's the president of Special Children's Charities, to come up. Special Children's Charities is the fundraising arm of Special Olympics Chicago. It was founded in 1969 by the late Jack McHugh, who organized the charity with several of his close friends to provide financial support to the athletes. It currently funds programs in the parks and the schools. Kevin Magnuson. Thanks, Jason. Good morning. Thank you all for being here on this historic day. As Jason said, my name is Kevin Magnuson, and I'm the president of Special Olympics Chicago and Special Children's Charities. There has been much talk this morning about the significance of Chicago in the last 49 years, and the Special Olympics movement. I would like to take a moment to discuss our program here in the city of Chicago. Special Olympics programs are currently in 122 Chicago public schools and 23 Chicago Park District locations. We have over 7,500 athletes who take part in our year-round programming and activities. Our athletes and programs are present in neighborhoods all over the city, and this is a program that changes people's lives every single day. We currently offer 22 year-round sports where our athletes learn not only the fundamentals of each sport, but also team building, sportsmanship, and have the opportunity to make lifelong friends. I strongly, strongly encourage you to attend a competition or an event if you haven't already done so and become involved with Special Olympics and get to know our athletes, our coaches, and their families because it has become a true highlight in my life and in my family's lives. And as has been mentioned, it all started here at Soldier Field 49 years ago today with the dedication and leadership of young 24-year-old Anne McClone, who was a physical education teacher at the Chicago Park District. Anne McClone Burke saw individuals not with disabilities, but abilities. And it was through her determination and drive that 1,000 athletes showed up here from 26 states and from across Canada to celebrate the special day 49 years ago. A movement that is now international was born. 
and continues to play a very active role in our organization, attends many competitions, events, and activities with our athletes. She's a tremendous advocate for people with intellectual disabilities and the Special Olympics organization as a whole. And it is my true pleasure to introduce my friend, Justice Ann Burke, the founder of Special Olympics Chicago. I'm bringing Frank Olivia up because Scott, Frank, and so many other Special Olympians and I, we've actually grown up together, even though Kevin and I cheated and told him I <laughs> I shared my life with Frank and his colleagues and my former students. They helped me be who I am today. We actually did grow up together. So I will always remember you, Frank. Always. And all your colleagues remember. Thank you for uh, doing it for us. Okay. Forty-nine years ago today, the sun rose over Lake Michigan to reveal the union workers from the riggers, the carpenters, the plumbers, and the electricians, and the physical education teachers who feverishly labored to ready the historic soldier field to welcome 1,000 athletes, friends from 26 states and Canada to compete in the first ever Chicago Special Olympics. At 10 o'clock on the morning of July 20th, 1968, the temperature rose to 90 degrees. Mayor Richard J. Daley, Park Board President Bill McFetridge, and I stood on the 50-yard line of this iconic stadium to witness Eunice Kennedy Shriver inspire the first ever Special Olympians with the words which would echo around the globe in the next ensuing four decades. Let me win, she said in those assembled, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Put anyone present there on that steamy July day 49 years ago ever have imagined what Special Olympics would become. Chicago has been the site of many world-changing events. From the nomination of Abraham Lincoln for president, to the splitting of the atom. I would argue, however, that the creation of the Chicago Special Olympics ranks with those other momentous Chicago events as the point in history that truly changed the world. Seventy nations around the world, millions of people of every race, color, creed, and religion have been inspired by an idea conceived and born here in Chicago. The torch that was lit here at Soldier Field 49 years ago today ignited a fire 
that will never die as long as we all continue to celebrate the bravery of those special children and adults like Kevin O'Brien, Michael Cusack, Scott, Frank, and all those who competed in 1968 and became examples, inspiring thousands and thousands of others here and around the world to find the courage to compete. Sadly, I have attended the funerals of many of my Chicago Park District students who have participated in those first ever Chicago Special Olympic Games. But I assure you, they will never be forgotten. Their spirit and courage live on. Today, we also look ahead to next year, to July 20th, 2018, when Special Olympics will be celebrating its 50th anniversary right here in Chicago where it all began. And I am very grateful for the many women and men who became so committed to the children with special needs and to help create the Special Olympics in 1968. And I thank everyone who has provided the support throughout the past 49 years. But I must tell you, however, that I truly believe that Chicago Special Olympics, which has grown to become Special Olympics International because of the great care and kindness of Eunice Kennedy Shriver and the Kennedy Foundation. It could not have been done and it could not have been created were it not for the fire guiding the hand of God. In thanksgiving for his loving care, let us all end with a prayer. Lord, we thank you for enkindling the hearts of so many people to come together to help create the Chicago Special Olympics, where your special children and adults can reflect in your beauty. Thank you, Lord, for all those who have participated in the games around the world and for their families. It is because of the courage you instilled in them that the eyes of the world have been opened and thousands of your children around the world have found happiness and dignity. And God, grant eternal rest to those who have gone home to you. God bless America, and we will see you all next year. Thank you. To everybody up here who's spoken, thank you so much for your comments, and I could not look forward to any more than I am right now. The 50th anniversary celebration of Special Olympics coming up next year on this very day in this very stadium and in this very city here in Chicago. Think about what we can become as a group in the next 50 years. Thank you very much and we look forward to the 50th anniversary celebration next year here in Chicago. You've been listening to the live press conference of the Special Olympics 50th anniversary kickoff at happened on Sojo Field on July 20th, 2017.
And if you want to share your feedback, feedback at specialchronicles.com, feedback at specialchronicles.com, or join the conversation on social media at Special Chronicles on Facebook and Instagram, at Special Chronicles on Facebook and Instagram, or at Special C Podcast on Twitter, at Special C Podcast on Twitter, where you can tweet us. And you can make sure to leave us your five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, on Facebook, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And coming up, stay tuned. Keep following us there. Uh, keep following at Special Chronicles on social media. And stay tuned to specialchronicles.com slash Olympics 50 for our behind-the-scenes coverage of the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics. We'll bring you some enthusiastic coverage and stories that you might not hear anywhere else. But stay tuned because we'll bring you some exciting coverage on specialchronicles.com. Until then, take care and God bless. Remember, choose to include Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.